You're listening to 103.9 Life FM Gippsland. This is David Braithwaite with the local news headlines. AGL Energy has struck a deal with the state government to keep the coal-fired Loyang A power station in the Latrobe Valley running until 2035. State Energy and Resources Minister Lily D'Ambrosio yesterday announced the structured transition agreement with AGL, which would ensure a firm 12-year notice period for the workforce, community and energy market. As part of the agreement, AGL has also provided formal market notification that Loyang A will close in 2035. AGL announced the site will be repurposed when it's no longer being mined, but wouldn't provide an indication about how it would be used. The state government has worked with AGL to deliver a worker transition package that is over and above existing obligations. The package will assist AGL to help retrain, reskill, and find new work opportunities for their staff close to home. The agreement balances the requirement to support a safe and reliable energy system while delivering investment certainty until Victoria has enough renewables and a storage capacity to replace Loyang A. Working alongside the government, AGL has also agreed to provide a $50 million community and economic development fund on top of AGL's rehabilitation obligations to help repurpose the Loyang A site and provide broader community benefits. Minister D'Ambrosio said AGL's decision to close Loyang A in 12 years' time allowed time for workers to plan, reskill, and retrain as Victoria moved towards 95% renewable energy generation by 2035. She said one of the biggest barriers for renewable energy investors was clarity around when fossil generators would close, with a guaranteed closure timeline providing improved certainty around Victoria's energy demand. Labor Eastern Victoria MP Harriet Shing said the agreement provided crucial certainty and support for workers, communities and businesses across the Latrobe Valley. Major Collision Investigation Unit detectives are investigating a fatal collision at Hearns Oak between Morwell and Maui on Friday night. Emergency services were called to a four-car collision on the Princess Freeway about 5.20pm. The male passenger of one of the vehicles was pronounced dead at the scene. The female driver was taken to hospital with serious injuries. Four occupants of another car, a woman and three children, were taken to hospital for assessment. A male driver, who was a sole occupant of another vehicle, was also taken to hospital for assessment. A female passenger of a fourth vehicle was airlifted to hospital with critical injuries. The male driver, a 31-year-old Maui man, was arrested and is assisting police with their inquiries. Police were told two other male passengers fled the scene on foot. Investigators are working to establish the exact circumstances of the collision and have asked anyone who witnessed the incident has dash cam or CCTV footage or information to call Crime Stoppers on 1800 000. Coaches are again replacing Gippsland Line trains for the entire journey between Melbourne, Terrelgan and Bansdale because of upgrades on the Gippsland Line and level crossing removals on the Packenham Metro Line. In place until September 3rd, replacement coaches will not stop at Flinders Street, Richmond, Caulfield, Clayton, Dandenong and Berwick stations, with passengers wishing to travel to these stations advised to use metro services to complete their journey. Travellers have been advised to allow an extra 90 minutes travel time on their planned journey and to visit the V-Line website for updated timetables. Gippsland Water has safeguarded water quality for Churchill with works recently completed at Sanders Basin. The $2.2 million project at the Churchill site includes a new under-drain and pump system along with a new liner and cover. The old liner and cover had reached the end of its useful life. The liner and cover will continue to protect water quality for at least 25 years. Water stored in the 22-megalitre basin comes from the Morwell system. It serves more than 1,300 properties in the Churchill area and an additional 1,800 properties in surrounding areas, including Federation University. Sanders Basin was constructed in 1965 and provides water storage for Churchill, Yanar, Ballara and Jiralang Junction. The project follows an upgrade to the Northways Basin, Churchill's other major water storage.
Traugan's Jack White is in Japan with the Australian men's basketball team ahead of the World Cup. White's place in the 12-man Boomers squad was guaranteed after centre Jock Landale injured his left ankle during a warm match against South Sudan in Melbourne on Thursday night. An MRI scan confirmed Landale sustained a lateral ankle ligament injury which ruled him out of the World Cup. Included in the 13-man squad for matches in Melbourne, White was seen as the most likely to miss the final cut for the World Cup until Landale's injury. The Boomers defeated France on Sunday and will play Georgia today before their first World Cup game against Finland on Friday. The Gippsland League has secured a licensed to operate a team in the Victorian Netball League. The Gippsland Stars will join the competition from 2024 in the newly created 23 and under division before entering both the championship and 23 and under divisions in future seasons. As Victoria's premier netball competition, the VNL provides a pathway for netballers to develop and showcase their abilities in a competitive pre-elite performance environment. The VNL is a crucial step in the Netball Victoria pathway for athletes, coaches and officials and in 2024 will move to a new structure featuring 12 clubs across two divisions, having previously had 10 clubs across three divisions. Gippsland players have a strong existing presence in the competition with at least 15 registered 2023 Gippsland League players competing across various teams in the VNL Championship Division 1 and 19 and under competitions. The VNL Championship final between the West City Falcons and Burundara Express featured four current or former Gippsland League players. Taylor Brown, Zali Anderson, Bella Hodgson and Montana Holmes, who was named most valuable player of the final. The Gippsland Stars will be primarily based out of Terrelgan and will encompass opportunities for players from the entire region. Gippsland League General Manager Daniel Heathcote said to be in a position to develop a Gippsland team competing in the VNL was a major boost for the league and the region. Netball Victoria Performance Competitions Manager Stacey O'Neill said the Stars' inclusion in the VNL would mean more opportunities for talented athletes, coaches and officials from across Gippsland. The picturesque backdrop of Bass Coast will again be on the map when the cycling tour of Gippsland returns to local roads this week. The Phillip Island town of Rill again plays host to the opening criterium on Friday and includes stages on the Phillip Island Grand Prix circuit with free entry for spectators. Cyclists from around the country will compete in a three-day event which forms part of the Premier National Road Series. The tour will consist of four stages over three days and host the men's and women's National Road Series teams as well as once again being one of only three events in the country to host an under-19 development category. Oz Cycling will be running an Oz Bike Participation Program taster session at the Phillip Island track on Sunday between 11am and 1pm. This is for 5 to 12 year olds and is free to attend with children needing to bring a bike. Bass Coast Shire Mayor Michael Whelan said events like the Tour of Gippsland were vital to Bass Coast driving tourism out of summer. This is 1039 Life at Van Gippsland.